You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. on the BetQL Network, Nick Costos and Ken Barkley here with you. Baseball bets still to come. Golf bets for the BM dubs still to come. A uh, lot to do here in the final hour of the show, including Lochmas meets eight buckets as we continue our win total and uh, projections and schedule analysis for the SEC. We're uh, about to do the schedule for the South Carolina Gamecocks, and they start off with a certified banger against North Carolina. Jake, fade the music up for us, please, and we will get right into it here. Our goal is to finish the SEC today. I think we'll be able to do that. Ken, South Carolina yep. opens the year on September 2nd, banger of a game again, as they host North Carolina. Awesome quarterback matchup here. Drake May for North Carolina, like presumed top five pick in the NFL draft next year. Against Spencer Rattler, who's got like tantalizing talent, can he kind of put it all together? Uh, yeah, and just small correction, this will be a neutral site game. I actually don't know where it is. My guess is the Panthers Stadium, probably. Um, but just uh, regardless, it's a neutral site if you're trying to project the game or make a number. Uh, look-ahead market for the game uh, is, op- well, not even really a look-ahead because it's week one. Market for the game is uh, North Carolina by three. And yeah, it's at the Panthers Stadium. Uh, no- look-ahead market's North Carolina by three. My number is uh, almost exactly three. So I-, I might end up with an opinion on this game. I actually want to try to fade North Carolina as much as possible this year. I just don't know if this is the game <laughs> and this is the spread to take a shot against them. Um, but really, really an interesting game to watch. Like for a, a game with like not a lot of ranking kind of, uh, you know, uh, in play or whatever, like LSU Florida State has giant numbers next to the teams like that really the stakes feel high. Man, like the quarterback, that's like the best quarterback matchup. This can be one of the best ones of the season. And a really fun game. So, yeah, I projected the same as the market right now, uh, a toss-up game. Uh, September 9th, uh, South Carolina welcomes my good buddy Todd in. Uh, South Carolina plays Furman. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's a very large point spread, uh, very likely win. Uh, The Paladins of Furman. Uh, September 16th, South Carolina on the road at Georgia. That's quite the back-to-back weeks, right? Furman, Georgia. Uh, Look-ahead market for this game is Georgia by 24. I am almost the same. You know, we, we do like the the Trump rigged and like China and like when I'm looking at Mississippi State on the site that I'm using, it's MS State. And now I think of him saying like MS-13. So like, that's where my mind is at right now. China. It should be on <laughs> China. Uh, September 23rd, uh, South Carolina hosts Mississippi State. Uh, we just did this game with Mississippi State, uh, one of the many toss ups on Mississippi State schedule, uh, some kind of sub three point spread either way. Uh, September 30th, South Carolina at Tennessee. 
look ahead market for the game is Tennessee by 13. Uh, I am about the same. So, uh, South Carolina will then be idle the week of October 7th and come out of being idle. Hashtag idle, ideally. And it's the Steve Spurrier Bowl, South Carolina and Florida. In uh, where's South Carolina stay? Why can't why can't I think of this right now? What's Columbia. the city? Yeah, Columbia. Yeah, uh, Williams Bryce right, is the name of their stadium, I think. Um, anyway, this they is... do Sandstorm, right? They do Sandstorm. That's the school that does it. Yeah, I think so. Right? I actually don't know if that's true. I think it is though. Uh, I think anyway, it is small project, small projected points right here. This is this is like the game that worries me for my Florida over. Because I, I think I actually am going to end up really needing it. And it's, like you mentioned, a setup where South Carolina gets a week off going into the game. This will be a very small projected point spread. Uh, likely less than three either way. If you could pick the song for your alma mater to come out to before a game, what would you choose? Uh, Eminem, Nate Dog Till I Collapse. Oh, it's, re- it's a, like, actually like an outstanding choice. I think I'd go Levels. Level like the original one or like the uh, the Avicii remix, the Avicii remix. Yeah, got that. Got to get the dubstep in there. Got the really like aggressive, high pitched tones going. I I think that I think there's a chance that like that's the ultimate like I'm drunk. I would like to start jumping up and down song. <laughs> <laughs> It's, burr, it's burr, so burr, good. Burr, 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 burr. Yeah, you gotta get the dubstep going. Oh, sometimes I get a good feeling. Um, October twenty I mean, first, South Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> I get a feeling. Na, 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 na. South Carolina at Mizzou on October twenty first. Uh, yeah, very likely toss up game. Uh, make Missouri a very very small favorite right now. October twenty eighth, South Carolina on the road at Texas A and M. Uh, Going to be a tough one. No look-ahead market for the game. Make A&M about 10, 10 and a half. On November 4th, South Carolina welcomes in Jacksonville State. Uh, about 30. And Jacksonville State, not an FCS team this year, by the way. What, what are they in, the Big 12? I think they're in the, are they in the Sun Belt? I mean, the Big 12 has every other school, so I figured maybe there was yeah. a chance. Uh, November 11th, South Carolina hosts Vandy. Probably about 14, 14 and a half. So likely win, but yeah, I'll say 14. November 18th, South Carolina hosts Kentucky. As toss-up-y as a game can possibly get right now when we did Kentucky's schedule was the same way. Uh, I don't even know who's going to be favored. And then I'm curious as to uh, your projection here for the final game of the regular season as South Carolina hosts Cade Klubnik in Clemson. Uh, so South Carolina hosting the game, there's a market open for this. Nick, if you had to guess what the uh, look-ahead market for Clemson at South Carolina is right now, what would you guess? Uh, I would say Clemson somewhere around a touchdown, maybe Clemson minus six. That's a really good guess. Uh, the look-ahead market six and a half. I thought you would go, I thought you'd be too high because I, I know you know a lot of people like Clemson. I thought you'd be too high is also really funny for a lot of reasons. Uh, six and a half is the look-ahead. I'm like seven something like that. I will say, I think a lot of people, we've had people on the show who definitely like Clemson to win the title, make the playoff, do lots of really good stuff. If you think that they're going to get back to that level, like the Deshaun Watson, Trevor Lawrence level teams, insane defensive line recruiting that like actually manifests itself in first round picks. Um, 
and the you know coordinators that can figure that out. If you really like that, man, you got to bet this look ahead number. There is a zero percent chance this is under a touchdown if Clemson comes close to realizing that potential. Remember, Clemson's win total in the market right now is like ten, like not what it normally is when they're supposed to go undefeated. Yes or no? So it just it's not that I think Clemson's going to do that, but we've had a lot of people on that like them. That is like a very correlated bet to you liking Clemson is them. They are currently less than a touchdown in the rivalry game at the end of the year against a team that has a great quarterback and like not a lot else. So if Clemson gets back to that level, uh, you should have that six and a half in your pocket if you do like them. Uh, South Carolina, win total of six, Ken, this season, juice to the over. Uh, we are through their schedule. Are there any bets to be made on the old Gamecocks? Yeah, we were. Um, I don't have a bet on this team, but it's another situation where we're like 6.25, right? A lot of places, six and a half way under. MGM likes to be the, they like to be different, which I, I think is kind of fun because it gives you another option of what to bet if you don't like the number that's being dealt everywhere else. They're giving you a half win different. Obviously, Juice, much different too, to accompany that half win difference. Uh, my projection for them is like almost exactly six. It's like actually slightly less than like 5.9. Um, and you're like, wow, you're you're a little less than six. Like, why don't you want to bet an under six and a half? To be fair, is like minus one eighty. I mean, just into oblivion. And I think a lot of people have been betting the under on six and a half. Also, the thing that would concern me, though, so I guess Rattler would be thing number one that would concern you, just like a very high upside quarterback prospect uh, on a team with a win total that's like they make a bowl, yes, no, uh, and a bunch of toss up games on the schedule. And like, look, if Florida's bad, Florida, Missouri, Mississippi State, and you host the game, Kentucky, and you host the game. Like, there's a lot of chances for a high upside quarterback to win a bunch of toss-up games. Um, so even though my projection's a little under for them, don't really like the bet. And it's not just the quarterback. There's a chance Shane Beamer is just awesome. There's a chance he's just really good. He's coached two years at South Carolina. They have flown over the win total in each of the two years that he has been the coach. And usually, when the team flies over twice in a row with a new coach, there's a big adjustment in the market up to, like, sort of be like, oh, we got we got a guy here like we have a, a team that needs to be taken seriously won eight games last year on a win total of six and a half they won six his first year which they had no business winning six games that year the win total was four they won a bunch of close games because he's probably really good and yet they're dealing you six and a half again with a returning quarterback so like it's kind of like this kind of push and pull where um the schedule would lead you definitely to under on six and a half and maybe under on six but maybe, uh, I don't know, what would be like a fun comparison, almost like a Brian Dable situation where the Giants are seven and a half with not very much talent. And you're like, man, how are they going to go over this number? And it's like, because Dable, that's how they're going to do it. And this is actually like a really good comp. There is not a lot of talent on the team. Rattler's awesome. The O-line stinks. The defense isn't very good. But this guy in close games, and they got like six of them on the schedule, is really good in these. So just, it's kind of like if you, you bet the over because you play on the coach, or you bet the under because you believe the schedule projection. It's no bet for me, but I mean, I think you could kind of talk yourself either way. And it, it's you could do worse than betting the over on like a coach that just goes over all the time and the market has no adjustment. All right, so that is South Carolina uh, for Eight Buckets meets Lockman. So you better you bet with Nick and Ken here on a wonderful football Wednesday. Ken, the next school here, please. Uh, I always think like one of the lamer schools in the conference recently. They used to have a bunch of success for like a three-year period. Missouri. I'll be the next team we'll do. Mizzou. Uh, Missouri, win total of six. I bet a team that was once like slightly... a top five team randomly. Gary Pinkle. Uh, those guys. Yeah, well, that, that's the Gary Pinkle Chase Daniel year when they played like Mark Mangino in Kansas. And like they were, Kansas was like the third ranked team, like one of the weirder yeah. college football seasons. 2013. Uh, yeah. What's it? That was, I feel like it was late, like was earlier 10 years than ago. 2013. 
That's it. Uh, that was that was a Gary Pinkle eleven win season. I have as twenty thirteen. Yep. All right, me and you versus Mark Mangino at an all-you-can-eat buffet. Who wins? Me and you combined or Mark Mangino? What uh, what like food genre? Just all-you-can-eat, like a Golden Corral or something? Yeah, the Sizzler. A oh, Sizzler, I don't think I'd do great at. Golden Corral, I'd have better luck. <laughs> I can eat a lot of I can eat a lot of starch. I can eat more starch thing. than most people. What about the chocolate fountain? You and I together can we can do some work, man. I gotta, yeah. I gotta tell you, man. I feel like me versus you would be. I think I could. I think I. I think I might be the favorite against you, one on one. I think. I think you are the favorite. It's just uh, most of the time I've known you, you've either been incredibly concerned about your physique or getting married, so you haven't like opened it up, right? You like were in first gear a lot of the time when we were eating out. Except for the first day we met when you and I ate like four four entire pies together, Frank Pepe's and I. That's, and, and from that point on, I was like, oh, Nick, like a big eater. Like, we're going to have some monster meals. And then we go out to dinner and it's like, I, guys, I got to get fish. I'm getting married. Like, I got to do it. Well, and I'm like, yeah, steak, steak with another steak on top of it, please. And, uh, <laughs> top of bacon. Uh, here's the good news. <laughs> I, I'm actually like, I'm in really good shape now. So like next time, yeah. like I'm going all out. I'm going ham. Are you still doing the so, trainer, or did that stop when you yeah. got married? No, I'm in. I go four times a week. Are you going to keep doing the I trainer for football would. season? That'd be really impressive. I, probably not four days a week, but probably like three days a week, yeah. I, de I mean, definitely. I mean, good for you, man. That's like a big commitment, especially during football. We'll see, we'll see how you're doing I, in like I, the middle of the fall. I, I'm always honest. Like, I, I actually, like, look good for the first time in, like, years. I actually look there good. There you go. So I'm going to keep going. That's great. Yeah, it's good. You probably it's feel good. good. Yeah. Thanks. All right, let's, uh, let's talk some Missouri football. Uh, August 31st, is Eli Drinkwood still the coach? Yes, right? Yeah, yeah year four. What a name. Uh, Mizzou hosts South Dakota in the opener on August 31st in week zero. Yeah, uh, likely Missouri win. Large point spread. Uh, September 9th, Mizzou hosts Middle Tennessee. Last year beat Miami. Uh, Missouri by like 21 and a half. Oh, how about this is a fun interconference game for Big 12 rivals. Missouri hosts Kansas State, the 16th ranked team in the country on September 16th. Yeah, no look ahead available for this game. Um, I make it very, very close to a pick. I literally have Kansas State as like a one point favorite right now. Uh, I think very likely to be a sub seven point spread when we get to the game. Uh, September 23rd, Mizzou at Memphis. I think this is a neutral site game again. I know these. it's uh, probably like an asterisk on the website that you're looking at. So just keep that in mind. There's nothing. Uh, there's neutral nothing. There's nothing, unfortunately. Neutral site game, uh, Missouri by, like, about a touchdown. Um, the game is in... Oh, it's in St. Louis. At the... Uh, At whatever, what's it the called Edward Jones Dome? The yeah, Edward Jones Dome. That, the Dome. I think it's called, yeah. like, the Dome. Is that... Uh, and who... The Battlehawks played there, right? Caca! So it's the Battlehawk Dome. Yeah, yeah whatever. For Edward Jones. Hawks. Giving you some financial planning. Taking on the Dallas Desperados. Uh, mm. September 30th, uh, Missouri at Vanderbilt. Uh, Missouri by a little more than a touchdown. It annoys me that both of these schools are in the SEC. October 7th, yep. Missouri hosting LSU. Uh, not quite a dump trucking, but probably because Missouri's hosting the game. LSU by a little less than two touchdowns. October 14th, Missouri at Kentucky. Uh, Kentucky by maybe a touchdown, maybe a little less. 21st, Missouri hosting South Carolina. Probably a true toss-up. Uh, I have Missouri by about a field goal. We just did this with South Carolina. Mizzou Idol going into a game at Georgia on November 4th. Yeah, take a week off so you can get slammed. Uh, Georgia, more than three touchdowns. November 11th, Mizzou hosts Tennessee. 
Uh, I'm a little less than 10 in the game because I don't like Tennessee very much. So somewhere between 7 and 10, I think, is okay. Nope. November 18th, Mizzou hosts Florida. November 24th, Mizzou at Arkansas. Toss-up game totally against Florida, one I'll desperately need. Uh, Arkansas probably close to a touchdown favorite in the finale. Coming up, bets to be made on Missouri this season and two more schools to go in the SEC.